0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is almost 4 o'clock on a Friday. That means the market's going to close on a little bit, and it's going to carry us into another weekend before the third quarter starts. Come Monday, quarter number three for 2023 starts, I will have some more numbers for my performance for the first part of the year 26 weeks come and gone that's it how did i fare? how did i do be totally honest with you i really don't know but i will find out this weekend because let me tell you something me personally i honestly 100 percent don't care what it's doing okay all i know and all i need to know is there are certain companies that I have no problem whatsoever buying, owning, and keeping for a long period of time. I have a list of them. As a matter of fact, my list is close to 150. Now, anyone, I have no problem buying it and holding on to it. But that's not my main goal. It's not my main focus. My main focus is a safe, predictable, consistent 1% return per week. Why? Well... It's simple, it's easy. it's um, almost risk free. Now when I say risk free, I'm talking about companies that the world would definitely change if they disappeared. okay, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, uh, Bank of America, General Motors, Ford, Johnson and Johnson, Eli Lilly, big companies that've been around for a hundred years, 50 to 100 years. Some of them. Um, I have a couple of companies in my roster that are 200 years old, more than 200 years old. And they're still doing business today, still paying out dividends and and still, you know, a good safe bet. Now, would the world continue if Coca-Cola disappeared? Yeah, but I don't really see it being the same. You know, Coca-Cola has been around for over 100 years. I'm pretty sure another 50 years, Coca-Cola is going to be making Coca-Cola. I mean, why not? It's a great drink. It's been around for dec- for decades, over a century. All right, I digress. Let me finish where I'm coming from. All right. As I was saying, the third quarter starts on Monday. I'm going to have some better numbers. sign up exactly what I did for the first 26 weeks of this year. I'm going to admit right now, I know that I missed my target more than three times already this year. Now, um, last year was a good year, you know, 2022. You know, I got 49 weeks was above 1%. Three weeks was below 1%. So where am I this year? Honestly, don't know. Because these companies I buy, I buy them. I collect a little bit of a profit and then I move on okay I'm not greedy I'm perfectly happy with a 1% return because I know that a 1% return compounded over the year comes to over 65% per year great fine dandy I just like you know everyone should be able to in my humble opinion have some kind of a grasp on what their money is doing that's just my opinion if you're an adult you should have Good afternoon, everyone. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is Friday, the 30th of June. You know what that means? The market is telling us it's going to close in a couple of minutes. And also, it is the last trading day of the second quarter. Half of the year is gone. Where did it go? I honestly don't know. Anyway... Sometime over the weekend, I'm going to go through all my trades for the first half of the year. And then probably Sunday, I might uh, do another podcast to let you know exactly what my trades were and how I made out. I do know that last year, when it was 49 and three, it was an awesome year. I missed my target three times. This year, it's a lot worse. <laughs> I know off the top of my head that I missed it three times already, and we're only half the way through the year. Okay. Needless to say, now Bank of America is first on my on my list. BAC. Take a look at the last thirty days. We got a thirty day low, which was the June first, and that was twenty seven thirty four. You guys already know that one. The high was a couple of weeks later at twenty nine eighty. From there, you get your profit taking. Found a new bottom on the twenty third. From there. Escalated to where we're sitting at today, twenty eight eighty six. Now, I sold someone the right to buy it from me at eighty. At, at sorry, I sold someone the right to buy my Bank of America at twenty eight this week. Okay, maybe you never know what's going to happen. So I had to buy back those options. I lost a little bit of money, but I saved in the long run. Let me explain. Okay, now. I originally bought Bank of America in the middle of April. My cost is thirty seventeen. dollars Now, I sold someone the right to buy it for me at $28 because the strike price was far enough away and the market maker had um, put his bid in his ask below what the current price was. So all the indications was looking like it was going to go down a little bit further. But guess what? It didn't. Needless to say, I have been wrong more than once or twice this year, and I'm okay with that, but I'm consistently right, which is a better idea. All right, so I had to buy back the 28 option, and I lost a little bit of money doing that. However, to recoup some of my losses, I sold the half for next week, brought in a little bit of money there, not a whole heck of a lot, should have been more, but hey, it is what it is. All right, so that's Bank of America. I'll carry that into next week. And I'll try to uh, recoup some of those losses. Next, CM CSA, which is Comcast. Now, Comcast is having a very difficult time getting over that 42 mark. But it is what it is. We're sitting at 41.67 at this moment in time. The last 30 days, we got a 30-day low at 38. The market just closed at 38.48. That was 30 days ago. Beautiful escalation up to the high, which was Wednesday. And that was 4204. Okay, so I'm into Comcast at 4113. I sold someone the right to buy it from me at 41, which is a little bit less than what I paid for it. But here's the thing I collected premiums last week, I collected premiums this week, so I'm still up. From when i bought it and i'm okay with that as a matter of fact let's take a quick check at the statement cmcsa 465 bucks now remember i'm only trying to gain a one percent return 468 bucks is um almost halfway to my target i got four positions so halfway to my target on just one position one position that works for me next on the list is general motors Okay, so General Motors last thirty days. We got a thirty day low at thirty one eighty six that was thirty days ago. Beautiful escalation to the thirty day high, which is today thirty eight eighty six. Now, I bought General Motors last week. I collected a premium last week and I collected another premium this week. So General Motors altogether. We're up 240. Okay, not a huge up, but, you know, hey, up is up, right? Okay, next on the list is KMB, which is Kimberly Clark. KMB, there you go. There you have it. Last 30 days for Kimberly Clark would be... Let me go back, squeeze this in there. Here we go. We got a 30-day low at 132.79. Okay, and that was... Thirty days ago, now we have a thirty-day high, which was last Thursday, and that was one thirty-nine twenty. Now, from the high of last Thursday, you get your profit taking, found a new bottom, solidified somewhere at the one thirty-five area. Now, we're, now we're sitting at one thirty-eight sixteen. Okay, so one thirty-eight sixteen. Now, I've owned Kimberly Clark for the last two weeks. I collected a premium premium on it last week, collected another premium this week, and I'm going to carry this through to next week. So guess what I'm going to do next week? I'm going to give someone the option to buy it from me again next week. And next week I get to collect the dividend. So I collect a dividend, a premium next week, a premium this week and a premium last week. So I got three premiums and one dividend for Kimberly Clark. Now Kimberly Clark is one of those companies that hey I got no problem holding on to Kimberly Clark. But at this moment in time I'm into it at 143.08. It's sitting at 138.16 at this moment in time. Next week, we will see what the numbers look like. We'll sell off another option and then we're going right into the dividend play. So we'll be capturing the dividend next week on Kimberly Clark, which, hey, I'm perfectly happy with. Now, let's jump out of this account and jump into another one. We got Ford, General Motors, and ATT. I was asked this morning. Why do you have these three? None of them have their dividend coming up. Well, that is true. The reason why I have these three is these three are part of my... um, I have to come up with a good name for them. Stable or staple. My staple stocks. Okay, what do I mean by that? I mean is the stock price is so close or less than the book value that I see absolutely no risk whatsoever in these companies. Now, I could be wrong, and if somebody wants to correct me, I'm perfectly fine with being corrected. I'm under the impression that the book value of a company, under the fundamentals, look at the book value, that is the liquidation value. If you liquidated all the assets, all the liabilities, all the real estate, everything that the company owns, that money would be divided up to all the shareholders and the book value is what you would get per share. And I'm perfectly happy with these three. As a matter of fact, I bought these three. I sold someone the right to buy these three for the exact same money I paid for them. I collected a premium and now I'm going to be back into cash on Monday. So this account is going to be totally cashed out on Monday and then I got to find some more companies to buy in this account. Uh, But other than that, uh, we did good with some Abbott Labs this week. We did the good with, um, oh, who else? Three times this week in a different account. Jumped in, jumped out, and totally happy. Uh, And I don't remember all three of them or all four of them that I did. Needless to say, I do monitor it every week and i do let my all my trades here so if you have any questions or any interest whatsoever here's where you see all my trades all that being said and done uh let's take a quick look at what's coming up for next week next week Uh oh wrong account you know back to a different account here we go market watch over to the dividend kings all right so July starts the um third quarter. So, we look into three 3 weeks out, which is 10 trading days. So, tomorrow, the next trading day will be the third. Okay, 10 days out. Very first Here's a funny thing. You, not really funny, but um an important factor. Now, I told you I have a bunch of stocks on my list. Any one, I have no problem with buying. Now, I list my stocks chronologically. Now, you have first quarter, second, third quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. There's um 13 weeks in each quarter. 66 trading days, roughly. Okay, so you got 150 stocks. Got it. Dish out a dividend check within those 66 trading days. Simple math tells you that's at least two a day. Okay, I'm good with that. Now, it starts from number one, trading day number one of the quarter. So the quarter is July 1st, uh, July, August, September. To September 31st, so from July 1st to September 31st, 150 companies are going to be paying out their dividends. 66 trading days. The list starts with Lowe's. Lowe's is always the first on the list. First trading day, first trading week, week number one of the quarter. There's 13 weeks. Week number one of the quarter, the dividend kings: Lowe's, Colgate, Procter and Gamble. How the hell can you go wrong with those three companies? Lowe's has been around for quite a while. Dividend King increased their payments to the shareholders for more than 50 years. Lowe's, Colgate-Palmolive, and Procter & Gamble. How the hell can you go wrong? Okay, so that's just the Dividend Kings. What else am I looking at? I'm looking at Warren Buffett's list. Now, Warren Buffett has Procter & Gamble and Bank Mellon on his list. Now, I've had Bank Mellon, I think it was last year or the year before, and I held on to Bank Mellon for a couple of months. But I turned a profit on Bank Mellon, okay? And I'm okay with that. All right, so Warren Buffett has two companies on his list, Procter & Gamble and Bank Mellon. Next list we're going to look at will be the dividend achievers. Those are companies that have increased their payments to their shareholders for a bare minimum of $20. Five years. So each one of these companies, 25 years, increase their payments to the shareholders. FSP, which is Franklin Street Properties. I'm not even going to bother with them because they're paying out a $0.01 cent dividend. Okay. CMRE Costamar Incorporated. They're paying an $0.11 cent dividend. DX which is Dynex Capital, paying $0.13. Cents. And then OPI, which is Office Properties Income Trust. That's paying a $0.55 cent dividend. Okay. Now, what I normally do with that list, those are the three lists I gave you. Very first thing I do. Now, these are week number one of quarter number three. Week number one, the the list always stays the exact same. It's like Lowe's is always the first on the list every quarter. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. See, that happens. You get older and you forget stuff. Okay, so these, I believe, seven, eight, all right, four, eight, Nine, nine companies. So these nine companies are the very first ones we're going to look at come Monday and Tuesday. Worst case scenario, we'll jump into the 100-year-old stock company, which is, let's read off some of them, Caterpillar. Okay, Caterpillar, Lowe's, Procter & Gamble. Okay, those are those three. All right, so I'm thinking those 10 stocks, any one of them, I have no problem buying and owning. Now, Caterpillar, I did buy at the beginning of the year. I did make a little bit of money off of caterpillar. As a matter of fact, let's take a quick gander at caterpillar. I made five hundred and twenty-four bucks off of caterpillar this year. Okay, it works for me. All right. All that being said, we're at uh, a nice part to quit for the week. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the Ten Minute Trader where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. You guys have a great day. It is the last day of the quarter. Next quarter starts next Monday. All right. You guys have a great day and I will talk to you most likely either tomorrow or Sunday to go over the numbers for the past couple of uh for the first half of the year. Talk to you guys later. Bye.